Hi folks. Hello. I'm, I'm Gary. This is my wife Gloria. And we're Grace Faith Christian Discipleship. Mm -hmm. And what is this that you've discovered on your YouTube channel or your Facebook page? Uh, this is or Spotify now. Or Spotify. Yeah, that's Whoa. right. Yeah. We're, we're going out through yeah, we're actually, Anchor to various podcast platforms. Yeah. Yeah, some of you will be listening to us just audio only. But if you watch, if you if you want to see this um, the show on video, then and you you're watching us through a podcast, then jump onto Spotify because it it actually goes out as a video on Spotify. I don't know whether it does on the other the other platforms. I think I think we've got seven podcast platforms. Um, we've also got mm, seven. Facebook platforms and one YouTube channel that we go out to. So we're sort of like mm -hmm. using the shotgun approach. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the word out around the world. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. So we're coming to you from Brisbane in Queensland, Australia. Actually, a little bit west of Brisbane. I'll speak in miles. We're about 21 miles west of Brisbane. Um, it's a different uh, local government area. It's called Ipswich. So technically, we're not in Brisbane. We're in Ipswich, but you wouldn't know if you came, flew into Brisbane and drove out to our place. It looks like you're in the one city. Um, yeah, so uh, we are on the east coast of Australia, and Australia is roughly the same size as the USA. So um just joining us on the screen we've got kathleen just joining us now she's in western australia so that's like four and a half as the crow flies four and a half thousand kilometers away or mm. uh, there's a two hour difference in time zones between us and kathleen mm. but um first to join us on the screen this morning was vic and carmen so i'll go to vic to introduce himself to you guys out there in the third dimension over to you vic Hey, nice to meet you and uh, in the third dimension, and we're so glad to be here. Uh, my name's Victor, my wonderful wife of 37 years in December, uh, Carmen, and we're living, we live in a, a city called Cherville in the state of Indiana, about uh, 40 minutes south of Lake Michigan. It's 47 degrees here, Fahrenheit. And I was trying to look up on the phone what it would be in Celsius, but- um, It's cold. <laughs> it's cold. Yes. So I, I didn't get rugged up though and, uh, <laughs> and it's about 702 p.m here on saturday evening it's wonderful mm. to spend time with you and uh this bible study and everyone on panel yeah thanks oh, it's great. um 1002 a.m here in brisbane mm. um on sunday morning mm, so wow. you guys are joining us yesterday but we're here today <laughs> I'm just playing with I'm just playing with the time zones. It's, it's like we're all here in real time. It, it's it's a bit of a mind bender to think that somewhere in the world it's sometime today. It's you know? so like over to you, please, Carmen. Hi, my name is Carmen. It's a pleasure and a blessing to be here, and thank you, and we welcome you. And I uh, believe in God that. The word that we're going to hear today is going to change our lives. Thank you. Mm. Yeah, yes, thanks, Carmen. For inviting us and everybody else. Thank you. Thanks, Carmen. And you guys might be wondering, what is this third dimension? Well, 
you guys are the third dimension because mm. it was a two-dimensional Bible study. It'd just be the faces on the screen, mm. like most Bible studies like are. Like a closed where, Bible study. Like a closed mm. Bible study. Mm. We're all sitting around just, you know, you could even do it on, um, what do you call it, Zoom, mm -hmm. and have a Bible study like this, but just two dimensions. But mm. it's because we're live streaming that we're actually adding the third dimension. Now, the first thing for you to do um, if you just put a thumbs up or something like that, we don't see it until afterwards. But if you put a comment, mm -hmm. we will know you're there because Gloria's running the restream um, beside here and we mm -hmm. see all the platforms. So if you can just say, hi, I'm watching from, and put your name there, I'm watching from wherever you're watching from, we'll see it. Mm -hmm. So that's what the third dimension is. Over to you, please, Cherry. Uh, yes, uh, I'm from uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. And um, we've had a pretty day today. I've actually cut my, all my flowers back this week and um, thought that, you know, sort of winterizing everything and they started sprouting up again. So I don't know about that, but um, I love this group and I love all the people here and we have really good fellowship. Thanks, Cherry. We love you too. Yes, over, over to you, please, Kathleen. Hi, well, my name's Kathleen Wall, and uh, I'm from Bunbury, Western Australia, and um, great place to live. And um, it's quite a nice sunny day today. Spring, spring, it's spring over here. It's beautiful, and I'm looking forward to today because this is the day the lord has made and i will rejoice and i will be glad amen amen yeah thanks kathleen mm. and thanks to all the ministers for giving up your time this morning to come and minister to you guys out there in the third dimension mm. this morning we we've also got a lovely day here and it's mm. starting to get a bit hot and i had to uh uh, Gloria said to me, um, Gary, did you water those plants out in the front garden yesterday? And I said, no. She said, well, you better scoot out and do it before <laughs> we start Bible study. So I've just, just come in from watering the front, front garden, keep yeah. the plants alive in yeah. the heat. Yes. Um, yeah, so, okay, we're going to do a Bible study. We're in the book of Galatians. Mm -hmm. We're in chapter 5, and we'll be starting at verse 16. Mm -hmm. But before we do, Gloria's going to open this Bible study with prayer and to lead us through communion. Mm -hmm. Now, if you guys out there in the third dimension want to scoot out and grab some elements, um, the, we use the tr traditionally we use bread and wine or bread and juice um, as representative of the body of Jesus mm -hmm. and the blood of Jesus. So while I'm talking, just scoot out and. Mm -hmm. and grab something and, mm -hmm. and join us if you're a believer. Mm -hmm. Join us in communion this morning. Over to you, yeah. Gloria. Yeah, and um, just before I do open in prayer, I want to say hello to Robert and to Michael. Robert is in Motor City, Detroit, Michigan. And uh, Michael is saying hello, good evening from Hawthorne Woods in uh, IL, is that Illinois? So thank you're you welcome. for joining us both. And I'm sure um, Dana is also watching as well, and she's in Chicago. So. Maybe Molly. Molly might be too. She's yeah. in Western Australia. So G'day, Molly, she was watching, watching last night. Yeah. Thank you. And also I know Paul in, in Wales joins us a lot too. 
Mm. Father God, we just thank you so much that you love us so dearly. And we thank you that you have drawn your children together and you, and we have this medium of technology to be able to reach around the world and hold hands together, even if it's in a virtual reality zone. We thank you, Father, for Jesus and for the Holy Spirit that helps us as we read the word, your word, your life, your um, power is uh, surrounding this world and it reaches those people who are hungry to understand and know you and it changes lives for the better in jesus name amen amen so this week um there's been a few little things that have happened that i wanted to kind of knit together one of them was kathleen's little post that she put up this week to say that she's got a brand new great grandchild and how beautiful that is to see those generations coming along um, I don't have any grandchildren of my own at this point in time. Uh, Gary has 11, which is wonderful. And we had his uh, one of his sons and his wife and one of the, his grandsons come and visit us yesterday. And Gary's got this chest that belonged to his um, grandfather. And in there, there's a lot of historical stuff. So we were able to talk about generations past. We were able to show photos and it was a really lovely thing. And then on Facebook, there was this post that came up and I'm not going to read everything because it'll take me too long, but basically it says ancestral mathematics. In order to be born, you needed two parents, four grandparents, eight great grandparents, and it goes on and on and on until it gets down to 2048 ninth great grandparents. And then it says, for you to be born today from 12 previous generations, you needed a total of 4,094 ancestors over the last 400 years. Think for a moment, how many struggles, how many battles, how many difficulties, how much sadness, how much happiness, how many love stories, how many expressions of hope for the future did your ancestors have to undergo for you to exist in this present moment? And that reminded me, as I was thinking about, you know, genealogies and ancestry, that sort of thing, I thought of in Matthew, in, in chapter 1, in verse 7, 17, it says, so all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. From David until the captivity in Babylon are 14 generations. And from the captivity in Babylon until the Christ are 14 generations. So there was that little link there. But do you know what? When we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Saviour, we only have one generation we go back to jesus and i wanted to read this again but think of this in terms of jesus this time think for a moment how many struggles how many battles how many difficulties how much sadness how much happiness how many love stories how many expressions of hope for the future did jesus have to undergo for you to exist in this present moment in him. So when we come and we take that bread 
and we remember the body of Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, for the stripes that you bore on your back, that you paid the price for our healing. Mm. We thank you, Jesus, for all that you suffered for us. Mm. We take this bread in remembrance of you. Thank you, Jesus, for your precious blood that was shed. When you were, whole, when you were on the cross, we know that it was love that held you there. But you paid the price for the sin of the world and you took away my sin. Mm. We thank you, Jesus, for your precious blood and we remember you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you are alive and living. We thank you that you have risen from the grave and that you are Lord of all. And we praise your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Mm. Amen. Mm. Amen. Amen. I've got a question for you guys out there in the third dimension. Is Jesus your Lord? It's a choice. I mean, we talked about, well, the Bible says, John the Baptist said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world not covers it up. It's not a covering for sin as it was in the Old Testament where the blood of goats and bulls was shed to cover. No, Jesus took away the sin of the world. You see, Jesus' blood positioned us to receive salvation because sin had to be judged before we could be saved. Sin had to be judged. And sin was judged in Jesus Christ at the cross. So therefore, because the sin issue was dealt with, we don't have to deal with it. Most of mankind think that they have to deal with their sin, that they have to be sorry for their sin, that they have to repent for their sin. You can never do that on your own. You see that the high priest or the priests under the Old Testament used to look look at and inspect the offering for sin. They didn't look at the person who was bringing the lamb. They inspected the lamb to see that the lamb was perfect. The fact that you were bringing the lamb meant you weren't perfect. You see, Jesus was the Lamb of God who took away the sin of the world. We'll talk about this a little more later in this Bible study, but now we're going to scoot over to Galatians chapter 5, mm-hmm. and I'll share yes, screen and I'll ask, have we been right around? Did we get uh, everybody yes. to introduce uh-huh. themselves? Yeah. I was so involved in what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. I think it was a Holy Spirit moment. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Where are we, Gloria? Verse 16. Verse 16. And Gloria likes to read from the New King James Version. Mm-hmm. It talks here. It's got a heading there, Gloria, walking in the spirit. Uh-huh. Do you just want me to do that? Just 18? do 16 down to 18, please, okay. Gloria, and then I'll make first comment, and then we'll go to Vic. Okay. okay? I say then... Walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. 
and these are contrary to one another so that you do so that you do not do the things that you wish but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law okay thanks gloria um right what i wanted to say and we're looking specifically looking at these verses 16 down to 18 and if i could just remind the ministers to um try and stay focused i know i need to direct this to myself i'm probably the the worst for this i tend to um but you've got to be led by the spirit so this is not an absolute but um if we can i'd like to get or get through to the end of this chapter if you know what i mean um, so that's probably going to be three times around the group, but we've got a fairly small group this morning, so that should be fine. These verses 16 to 18 to me, what do they say to me? Well, you see, a lot of times, um, I'll just stop the screen share. Um, a lot of times uh, in, the, in the book of Galatians, we are talking about the law of Moses and the grace um uh, Paul, the Apostle Paul is comparing the law of Moses with the grace of Jesus Christ because he's taking his audience who are Gentiles um, on a journey. They are heavily influenced by the Judaizers. They're heavily influenced by the law of Moses. And, you know, <clears throat> so a lot of that, it indirectly applies to us. And why do I say indirectly? Because we... Gentiles are not surrounded by um, Jewish Christians. We haven't got them here. Um, probably if you run in a church that's legalistic, then there's a, a bit of that, but not like this audience here. Um, this audience here were very much, Paul is very much been, as we've been studying out Galatians, He's presenting to them, it's your choice. What do you want to be under? Do you want to be under the law of Moses or do you want to be under the grace of Jesus Christ? Now, I see this a little bit different. The way these first couple of verses here, verses 16 to 18, are written, it's um, the flesh or carnality um, against the spirit so it's flesh carnality against the spirit, warring against the spirit. We've already, most of, of the book of uh, Galatians is the law of Moses against the grace of Jesus Christ. And why I say against, they, it says, literally says, they war against each other. But for us, who've never been under the law of Moses, it's our flesh, our carnality against the spirit. And that's what he's talking about here. So this is particularly relevant for us. A lot of times when we're reading Galatians, now how does that fit with me? Because I've never been under the law of Moses, you know, and you've got to take that factor in it. I'm not saying it doesn't apply to you, but it applies to you kind of indirectly, if I can use that maybe a bit too loosely. And then the third, the third thing that um, we see in the verses to come, and I'll, I'll focus on this, is there's a, a law, a law of sin and death. But, you know, that, can, that terminology, the law of sin and death, can be applied equally to the law of Moses 
as Paul does in some of his writings, or it can be applied for us, the law of sin and death, which for us is that which we are born into as descendants of Adam, right? So it's the law of sin and death against the law of liberty in Christ Jesus, more broadly called grace. We are in the age of grace. So I hope for the benefit of you guys out there in the third dimension, sometimes you see something that's been revealed to you in the spirit that you're trying to spit out of your mouth. Sometimes it has to go through your brain for the first time before you you spit it out. So if hopefully this makes sense to you. If it doesn't, rewind it, have a listen to it and study it out for yourself. So basically we've got three things here. Um, flesh or carnality against the spirit, law of Moses against the grace of Jesus Christ, the law of sin and death, which we are all born into as descendants of Adam against the law of the law of liberty in Christ Jesus, which is more broadly called grace. Um, over to you, please, Vic. Oh, yes, it's it's, it's so awesome to know uh, how Paul brings this out to the Galatians, you know, he's telling them, you know, you're no longer under the law to the Jews. And he said, okay, so a person like myself would ask the question, well, how do we, if we're not under the law, how do we live then? Because the question is arisen, rises up and says, so that means if I'm not under the law, that means I can be lawless. I can do anything I want to. Well, that's where it says in my subtitle here on my, um, on my New King James, it says, walking in the spirit. So it's a lifestyle. It's a life, you know, walking is not necessarily like walking a path. Basically, it's describing how we're living with God. And, 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 and so one of the things that is so awesome about the grace of God, or I should say about God, in our lives is that we are no longer under the law of, of Adam, or I should say under the sin nature of Adam. And um, so we're all born into that. And so we all, you know, people that come into this world, born into this world, they're, uh, they have a nature of Adam. So they, they have a, also what they call a conscience. And so the conscience tells them, well, you know, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. So that's all they have to go by. They don't really have the advantage of when you're born again, you are now born of the spirit where now you have, see, you now have a choice whether you're going to follow after the sin nature of Adam or if you're going to follow after the spirit of God. And that's the reason why it says that you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Well, guess what? Because when you choose to do that, that means you're going to fall into things that you don't need to be getting involved with, which we all have faith, whether it may be, you know, whatever bad relationships or however you were brought up and making wrong decisions and your life running amok, you know, going in the wrong direction. And I know a lot of people can verify, you know, what I'm saying because of the fact they've been through it. Like myself, I was exposed to a lot of things that exposed my flesh 
to my appetites, to things that I didn't need to be involved in. So that was a decision that I made, but I couldn't do anything about it. Even though if I tried to change, I couldn't do it. Because why? I didn't have the spirit of God to help me with making the right choices. And, and, and not only that, but to be able to know that I, when I walk in, when I'm in, when I receive Christ as Lord and Savior, I am now born again, totally forgiven of the nature of sin and death, the, 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 the sin nature of Adam. So I am totally free. And, and so with that said, I now look at it as, oh, I'm living the life of freedom in Christ Jesus. And when we're exposed to things that when you were talking about that we're not under the law, there's so many Christians out there that are under the law, if you will, in their thinking, because they try to enforce it on others, including ourselves in our daily lives. We run across people that try to push that button, say, you're not supposed to do this and do that. Well, they're trying to impose something that is totally not scriptural, and mm. they don't understand it. So that's where I believe the enemy uses, uh, or I should say, people don't understand that they're free from, they're, no, they're not under the law, but you're led by the Spirit. So that's what's so powerful about this revelation here that Paul brings, is that we have the Holy Spirit to help guide us in our lives. And that way, when you do... Uh, uh, understand that, then you walk in the fruit of the spirit. You're no longer on the, the, the work of the flesh. And then, you know, it's like so many people can identify or see me rather that I'm not the old victor anymore. I don't talk the way I used to talk. I don't think the way I used to think. Oh, you know, and all of us have to face those challenges where sometimes bad thoughts come, but in, in the middle of worship. But thank you, Lord Jesus, for your, your forgiveness, and thank you for your blood, and thank you that I am righteous in Christ Jesus. And, and no matter what the enemy tries to throw at me, I say, no, I am free in Christ Jesus, and I'm no longer under the, under the nature of Adam. And so um, I'll leave it there. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Vic. Um, I, yeah, I, I love that. You, you made me think of something. See, this, these verses... Of the whole of the book of, of Galatians, you won't find anything more powerful than between here, verse 16 of, of Galatians chapter 5, and the end of this chapter, because he's summarizing already what he's already presented to us. And uh, Vic talked about our, our um, what do you call it, our, uh, I jotted it down, our conscience, our conscience, right? our moral compass, right? Yeah, we all have a moral compass because we, you know, Adam took that fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, right? And that was passed down to us. It's called, in other words, in the flesh, in the carnal realm, even bad guys choose bad against good. So if you're using your moral compass, you are in the flesh big time. See, what Paul is presenting to us here is that is the old man. You've got to walk in the spirit, and he's presenting it as a choice. It's, later on he says, 
if you walk, if you choose, choose your choice. If you choose to walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You don't have to make a choice about the lust of the flesh. You know, because that's the old carnal man. That's the old moral compass. That's your conscience making those choices. No, the choice for us, as we'll see in Galatians 5, 16 to the end of the chapter, is that we have to choose to walk in the spirit. And because of that choice, there's no way. You walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Amen. Have you please come. Yes, I want to say that when I got saved, I had no kind of religious or anything. I didn't even know about the Jewish people, nothing. I didn't even know about the law. And then found out after I got saved, found out that I was a Gentile and I was never under the law. But uh, as a baby Christian, I was very uh, walking in the flesh because I, I didn't know any better. And sorry to say the church that I went to, they didn't know. So we all walked in the flesh. But when I started learning the word of God for myself, mm -hmm. you have to learn the word. Mm -hmm. And when I started learning that my mind had to be renewed. And mm -hmm. the only way it's gonna be renewed is the word, is, is the word. So when you, when, you, when, when you get saved and you get the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit empowers you, if you yield to it, not to walk in the flesh. Mm -hmm. That's the only way. So the answer, the answer is, to to walk in to walk in the spirit is to be led by the Holy Spirit. Have your mind renewed. How do I have my mind renewed? By getting to the Word, reading for myself, listening to good ministers like this on the panel, and learning who I am in Christ, yielding to the Holy Spirit. Of course, my flesh. You know, we always going to have to deal with our flesh until Jesus comes. No one is perfect but Jesus Christ. So when, so when a thought comes into my mind or I want to get mad at somebody because they said something or out there driving this and that, I hear the Holy Spirit. Mm. Pray for that person. Pray for that person. See, so I'm yielding to the Holy Spirit. But how did I find that out? By renewing my mind in the word of God. Amen. Amen. Wow. Powerful. Thanks, Vic and Carmen. And to you guys out in the third dimension, have you got a question about this? Yes, we do. Oh, we do? Yes. Okay. Can I just read you a question that's come from YouTube from Michael? And uh, he asks, can the laws, in inverted commas, uh, can the laws manufactured by some of the churches in our current church age battle against the spirit of god well let me just um what comes to me right there is the laws by the by the churches are called traditions of men in the bible and it is the traditions of men that make the word of god to no effect there is only one one place to study one place and that is as carmen said the word of God. Study to show yourself approved before God. It's talking about studying the Bible, folks. 
you know, we all have regulations and, and in society and it and applies to the church and there will always be church rules, but you've got to identify these church rules and, and regulations as the traditions of men, right? And if you start putting those traditions up before what the word of God says, then it makes the word of God to no effect and that's wrong. Hope that answers your question there, Michael. Mm -hmm. And Dexter has just made a comment. He said, when our mind is renewed, we rejoice in the power to love our enemies. Amen. Mm. Yeah, see, that, that, that does need applause mm. because um, love fulfills the law. Love fulfills the law. We don't have to do the law, but we're walking in grace. And, and Jesus raised the benchmark so high. See, under the law, the, it talks about loving your neighbour as you would have them love you. And I think that's called the, the royal law or something like that. Somebody else might correct me on that. But Jesus raised the mark because he, he told us that we are to love as he loved us. Well, he laid his life down for us. So that is just a long way above loving others as you would have them love you. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know what I mean? Over to you, please, um, Cherry. Cherry. Mm -hmm. Unmute, please, Cherry. And you have to press that unmute button, please, Cherry. Okay, okay. good. Okay. Um, I love the scripture in John 14, uh, and it sort of goes along with um, their stu the study. Uh, Galatians 5, 16, the Holy Spirit will always lead you, lead us in line with God's will. And, um, you know, just uh, in, in, through the years, uh, you, you learn to abide in him. And I love, I think uh, Gary has said this before, is that you get a spirit, you get a uh, green light or a red light um, in something. You know, you, you he gives you a witness. He gives mm -hmm. you a witness as you walk along. And um, when I was approached uh, graciously uh, to be, uh, you know, because I was so interested in GSCD, um, I prayed about it for a while. You know, I didn't jump. I just prayed about it because, you know, I, I don't want to jump even, even in a Christian situation. I don't want to do something that, you know, that the Lord's not leading me to do. And because I have done that before and um, I, I've helped with a lot of different, um, I call them projects or something God leads me to. Uh, but sometimes he, he'll give me a, a time constraint to step out and volunteer or do something. And then, then I just feel like there's a release. So that's like the Holy Spirit going back to John uh, 14. Uh, says, I will give you a helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth. See, he's going to lead us in the spirit of truth. And he, and it goes on to talk about, for he dwells within you and we will be with you. So he helps us along the way. He abides. He doesn't leave us. Uh, he gives us strength. He he invite he, he wherever he leads us, we're always guided with his truth. 
Um, and he, he's never going to leave us. He's never. And so um, that is, if we don't have a witness about something, we don't do it. Mm. it. It might look good, but it might not be for us. Mm. And so, but it always, always is leading will always, always line up in love. Mm. You know, I was yeah. talking to a friend this week uh, and, and, and it was uh, about offense. Well, sometimes we can get offended and the Lord just says, love them, walk away. Or maybe there's another time where in a he will give you an opportunity to speak in a loving way later on. But see, you're led in love because, you know, that might, person might not even know what they're doing. And so you have to listen to the Holy Spirit and how he's guiding. So you're, mm. you're, you're always in tune to the Holy Spirit and the way he's leading you. And mm. he will, he will direct your steps. Amen. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, Terry. Hey, I've got a technical question before we go to Kathleen for you guys out there in the third dimension, because we actually run two Bible studies. Now, I'm looking at the monitoring screen here over that side of the, the main screen, and uh, I can see that there's a whole bunch of people watching us today and interacting with us and making asking questions, making comment, and that's really, really great. Um, can you help me out here? Because our Bible study last night, we had basically zero people on the monitoring screen. How come there's so many people on the screen today when 12 hours ago there weren't any? Um, I'm, I'm thinking what you'd be able to help me out on the technical side so that if I need to adjust the, the settings for the Bible study last night, I will, because I want results like we're getting right now. And um, here's the question I've got for you guys. And if everybody watching right now could answer this question, how did you come across our Bible study today? Were you just, you know, going through Facebook or going through YouTube and all these beautiful faces popped up on their screen. I went, wow, I'm going to check this out. Um, or did you get a notification, like an event notification, and you clicked on the, you know, let me know when this thing's starting uh, on the button. You know, just, just let us know that. That would be really helpful for me. Um, my advice to you guys is just make a mental note of where you found us, where we are and um come back with us next week over to you please mm -hmm. kathleen and you'll have to unmute go ahead okay well um i'll just read um galatians 5 16 to 18 from the new living translation because we need to live by the spirit's power so i say let the Holy Spirit guide your lives, then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. The Spirit gives us desires that are opposite to what the sinful nature desires. And these two forces are constantly fighting each other so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the Spirit, 
you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. So here we see, see um, that sinful nature that we inherited from Adam, when we get born again, we're made new, and that old nature is dead. And we have to relate now to our new nature in Christ. Now, I just want to um, remind us quickly what it's saying about walking in the spirit in the New King James, which Gloria read. I say then, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the laws, the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and they're contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the New Living Translation actually says, you are not under the obligation of the law of Moses. Mm. Now, see, the life of the spirit is manifest in the flesh or the life of the soul is manifest in the flesh and the word of God lets us know what's of the soul and what's of the spirit and the word of God has to be life to us and so when that word becomes life by life, I mean revelation to us, then it manifests itself in our mortal body. So like Gary says, we then have a choice. We either walk in the flesh, in other words, do what our mind, our will and emotions is prompting us, or we go by the word of life because this is the word of life and when we go by the words of life we walk in the spirit but when we go by the words of the traditions of man we walk in the flesh mm. I'll leave it there, Gary, because you said to be brief. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually said to be focused, <laughs> focused on the verses. Um, not because this Bible study is pretty good, but some in the uh, one last night, people went, went away from the verses, and I was probably the most guilty of it. So to get around enough times, we have to remain focused. But I can't help but comment on how good that all was from every, all of the participants. This is probably one of the best Bible studies we've ever had from my perspective. But Gloria says I say that all the time. Mm. Can I just read another comment that's come in? Mm. And there have been people responding to your request, which Excellent. we will read. Excellent. I'll look at them later. We'll at them Thank later, you very much. Dexter. I really appreciate that because we don't have a backup crew. Gloria and I have to do all the technical stuff behind the scenes too. So mm, thank mm. you. appreciate that. So if I can just read Dexter's comment, and then if you want to make a comment to that, that's fine. He says, the dead mindset that came from Adam came from the knowledge of both good and evil. 
that came from the same tree and mm. produce only one kind of fruit, which was death. Yeah, amen. That's that's great. I like that. See, this is, if you guys plug into us every week, this is the this is one of the first time that the third dimension is actually Dexter and Michael and and others on the screen there have actually been interacting. You see, you can, this is actually we have got it working. Thanks, mm. folks. So to do this next week because we are on the same time every week at exactly the same time in the same location um you guys this is what we have been working towards yes. for years mm. we've been out here for years folks mm -hmm. um and if you've just stumbled across us for the first time today we love you yeah and actually, we want to hang on to you actually, we want to embrace you and have you involved all the time every week I'm excited about this. <laughs> He's excited. Um, Dexter actually just came across us by scrolling. So yeah. there you go, the power yeah. of scrolling. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't lose us, Dexter. No. Um, I don't know where you're watching. Are you watching from YouTube? Then subscribe, hit the little bell. That way no, you're on not... a Facebook page. Okay, you're on a Facebook group. page. Follow. If you're looking at a group, we've got public groups. As I said, well, I think we've on got, the page, on you're the on the of top page. of the funnel. Uh, <laughs> we call it, we call it the top of the funnel. <laughs> the top of the funnel. That funnels you down into one of our groups. Yeah. We've got a private group. Don't go there. Because if you're in the private group, you can't share out of it. Yeah. We've got 800, 800 odd people in there and they yeah. keep asking me, how do I share? This is so good. I can't share it. Well, go to the public group. Go to the public group. Mm. Grace, Faith, Christian Discipleship, public group. You can share it all. And the more yeah. you share, it gets yeah. the word out, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's how it works. Okay. Where was I? Okay. Just one little quick comment. Yeah. We're looking at... Um, See, if you use your moral compass, right, or if you use your, um, what is it, it's in the uh, soulish realm, um, your conscience or your moral compass to make decisions, uh, then it's in the flesh, right? If you choose to walk in the spirit, then the word of God empowers you. You'll be led by the spirit. You will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And the fruit of the spirit, the fruit, well, I think it, as we keep reading, it starts talking about fruit of the spirit. See, fruit is different to root, right? Over in the carnal realm, in the soulish realm, if you're making decisions, then that's a root. Then you're trying to, you're being performance-based, Right, performance based is not the you know. If I perform well, then I'll impress God. Um, I'll I'll. You're trying to change yourself. No, you were changed at the new birth. You have to walk in the spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You know, we are fulfilling the law not as a root, but as a fruit because we're walking in love. Uh, if this doesn't make sense, just hang in here every week because the Bible. The word of God is a progressive revelation, not that God is progressive, not that the word is progressive. The Bible says Jesus is the same today and forever, but we are progressive. We can only take in so much, you know. 
A lot of times revelation comes to me after I've had to hear it half a dozen or even a dozen times and then the penny drops. The penny drops. The Bible talks about the day star dawn. That's the same as us saying today and the lights came on, right? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. okay, Gloria. Okay, we'll go on and read Galatians 5.19. And while you're finding that, I'd just like to read out Dana's uh, comment. She says, you are all so good at explaining the scriptures that questions don't feel necessary. Smiley face. Thank oh, you, Dana. We, we want your questions, please, <laughs> Dana. Because, yeah. see, that, Dana, that keeps us engaged. Mm. We don't want to be just engaged with ourselves on in the two mm. dimension. We want to be engaged with you guys out there in the mm. third dimension. I don't know whether you can hear the excitement in my voice. My spirit is just bubbling over because... Gloria and I and all the team have been working towards a day like today. Yes. This is the most successful Bible mm. study because of you. Mm. Amen. Mm. Okay, Gloria, read okay. the next scripture so that we can get around. I was yes. going to go for three times around, but this time it's... Okay, I'll go from 19 to, 20, to 20, verse 21. Yeah, 21. And if you can see that these are these, a uh, couple of verses... And I've got a little note written on my notepad here. The law of sin and death, which we are born into as descendants of Adam, uh, versus the law of liberty in Christ Jesus, which is the age of grace. Mm-hmm. We're in grace. So see if you can see that this in these few verses. I can. Okay. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, uncleanliness, yeah, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousy, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, Envy. murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay. Those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. What does that mean? Uh, let me just... Um, Stop sharing. No, no. no I, want to, I want to bring up my comments here. Now, you know, I'm learning from our Bible studies too. Pastor Wendy Hawkins brought this point out because the UK Bible study is actually uh, probably one one chapter ahead of the USA Bible study. And this was this was really good because this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Does that mean that if anybody who does, you know, get involved in revelries, uh, you know, any if you get enrolled, does this mean you're going to lose your salvation? You know, because if you can't rightly divide the word of truth, that would seem to fit with losing your salvation. Well, that's wrong. That is absolutely wrong. What's it talking about then will not inherit the kingdom of God. This verse speaks of our inheritance in this life here on earth. It is not speaking of our spiritual redemption, which is eternal. And that's described in Hebrews 9 verse 12, right? By the way, we're going to go from Galatians to studying Hebrews in probably only uh, a couple of weeks' time, a few weeks' time. Um, 
though you, being born again, are in the kingdom of heaven, see the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God is anywhere Jesus is Lord and that's in your heart. So though you being born again are in the kingdom of heaven, you, if you do these works of the flesh, will not experience the kingdom living here on earth. So it's not talking about eternal life here because when you get born again, you have eternal life from that moment on. It's not like your eternal life brings starts when you get to the pearly gates. Your eternal life, it says, now this is eternal life, to know God and Jesus Christ whom he sent. So it's a relationship. Now, there are the you will not experience the kingdom because Kathleen has a a teaching midweek teaching on the um, exceeding great and precious promises the exceeding great and precious promises made to us and fulfilled at the cross in Christ Jesus they're already ours mm -hmm. but you if you're operating in the in the flesh you will not experience kingdom living or we will not experience these exceeding great and precious promises so i hope that ex that explains it well enough mm -hmm. um who are we going to next kathleen is it uh no we're starting from the beginning okay over, over to, to you vic, vic. Mm -hmm. thanks vic yes uh briefly it's you know this talking about the the uh the works of the flesh, you'll notice that the works of the flesh, there's nothing good in it. Uh, I was led, even though I was a Christian, I was led by my flesh a lot. And I noticed the path was not very successful at all. It all blew up my face at big time. If you're not led by the spirit, well, guess what? You're not going to receive the inheritance that God has for you that is available. We can enjoy wonderful things that God has blessed us with. But if you don't uh, under, if you don't uh, uh, attend to it, get focused to it. You, well, guess what? You're missing out on a big, big gift God's given us. He doesn't only. I'm not talking about money only. I'm talking about a good health, uh, good relationships. You build yourself up around, you know, uh, godly people, and they build you up. You, you your business, everything that you touch prospers. And not saying that situations don't rise up, but when you do. Like my wife did the other day when I fell on the gym floor uh, playing uh, pickleball, uh, she right away came in there and used her authority. She said, in the name of Jesus, and guess what? She used her authority. I was totally healed like that. Uh, a few, a couple of days ago, I had a, a sharp pain going down my back of my hip on my other side because I went, you know, I pinched my back some kind of way. And then as soon as she laid hands on me, I received and I'm, you know, and, I, and I, I'm totally pain free. Well, those are wonderful, wonderful things that we can experience with the life of God, the kingdom of God. That's what he has for us. That's why Jesus went to the cross and did what he did. He loved God. Father God loves us so much. He gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish. Well, he's not talking about only perishing after you die or, or living or not being able to be with him after you die. But it's also you're not going to be able to enjoy life as it exists now because eternal life starts now as soon as you receive jesus christ as lord and savior and so 
the 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 works of the flesh is no good because why it, sh it says that it's very very noticeable you know when someone's not walking in the spirit when they're over there like got their head down and, and they know they told a lie and and or you know or whatever situation they can't cover it up it's very noticeable but when you're walking in the spirit you have a smile on your face you have a pep in your step and you keep on you know you have the life of god in you but i'll leave it alone because of time but Thank God for his grace and his fruit of, mm. of Yeah. Thanks, Vic. And I'd love to comment on that. That was so powerful. But for time's sake, I'll go straight to Carmen. Thanks, Carmen. Well, I'm just going to make it short and quick. I love the kingdom of God, and I'd love to live in the kingdom of God because it's my inheritance. And the kingdom of God is full of joy, peace, and the Holy Ghost. So I stay in peace. And I stay joyful in the Holy Ghost. Amen. <laughs> oh, thanks, Carmen. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Over to you, Cherry. Um, well, you hear me. Um, I look at it like this. Um, but you are led by the Spirit. You are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Well, when I look at all these, you know, the, the works of the flesh, um, these are people that have chosen to step outside and they want to do it, do things their way. In other words, the, the, these, you know, uh, they, they feel like they can do, they can, um, they step into the flesh in, in, because they feel like they can get it their way. Mm. And so that whatever is going on, they, they, they're living in fear and idolatry that's really um it was just like abraham uh he stepped out and and he uh decided to um uh to to sleep with hagar and that 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 was a choice he made and so it it brought trouble to his uh to um to sarah and all that and so he stepped out and, and he and he didn't trust God for um, you know for the for the covenant. And so uh, when I when I look at this, I look at the fact that they're talking about the flesh, but you and you alone will pay. God still loves you, but you make a choice. You are the one that makes the choice, and. Um, and you, you suffer for it. You're the one that opens it up. So that's something that I, that's something I got out of it. I don't know. Anyway, Thanks, thank Jerry. you. And we could, we could expand on, on, on Abraham. Um, but for time's sake, I won't, I'll, I'll <laughs> zip my lip and go straight to Kathleen. Thanks, Kathleen. And can you unmute, please? Yes, well, I'll just read it in the uh, New Living Translation and verse um, 19. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasure, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division. 
envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that among living that sort of life, you'll not inherit the kingdom of God. So what I get from this is the kingdom of God is within me. And in the kingdom of God, there's only victory. Mm. And so I now have a choice to live the life of love, joy, and peace in the kingdom. Or if I do these things, I'm going to be in the world mm -hmm. and the world's way of doing things. And I rob myself of love, peace, and joy. Okay. So yeah. if I want love in my life, if I want joy in my life, if I want peace in my life, I subject myself to his way of thinking, not my way of thinking, because he knows best. He knows best. I'll leave it there, Gary. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Kathleen. And mm. I'm, I'm trying to think of how can I summarize this? Well, Paul does it for us. Paul does it for us because we can think to ourselves that we need to make a choice about should we commit this sin or should we commit that sin, All right? That's, that's not the way it's done. Paul tells us that's not the way it's done. Vic highlighted this. He talked about our conscience, our moral compass. Making a choice about the individual sins is negating what Jesus did for us on the cross. Because at, at the very outset, I said, well, I, I repeated what John the Baptist has said, behold, the Lamb of God who took away the sin of the world, took away, did away with it, obliterated. You don't have to make choices about sin. Yes, you can live in your old carnal self, but your choice is, do I walk in the spirit or don't I walk in the spirit? I am a born again Christian. I've got a choice, not as to whether I do this sin or that sin or this sin or that sin or this sin or that sin, but do I walk in the spirit? How do you walk in the spirit? You walk in what Jesus, through the word of God, has equipped you with. We are equipped to be conquerors in Christ Jesus, our Lord, right? God said to, to, um, to Paul, my grace is sufficient for you. There's so much power in that statement. I didn't understand that statement for years. How does God equip us to fight the battles of life? through grace, what he has given for you, his exceeding great and precious promises that Jesus won for us and gave to us at the cross, those are ours to defeat the wiles of the enemy, the wiles of Satan, those, those fiery darts. You've got to be Walking in the spirit to accomplish all of this. Okay, Gloria, can you um, 
I would love to have a salvation prayer. Can I hand over to you? We're three minutes over time. Okay. Mm. So uh, for those of you who are watching on in the third dimension, I, I'm assuming that most of you are probably already born again, but there may be someone just like Dexter who's been scrolling through, who's just stumbled across us. Been no, listening. I think Dexter's a, Dexter's a Christian though. I know. Oh, That's what I said. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But there right, may so. be other people out there who've been scrolling through and stumbled across and just come across us and found mm. and listened to us and there's something tugging in your heart you've been hearing the word of god and there's a pull there in your heart well that's the holy spirit calling you to make a decision so this decision is really simple do you believe who jesus is do you believe that he was crucified and buried and rose again and do you want to make him the lord of your life do you want him do you want to walk in the spirit just as gary's been talking about well it's as simple as making a decision so you can just close your eyes now and this is based on Romans 10 9 and 10 where if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead then you will be saved so Father God right now we thank you for whoever is out there that has been listening who hasn't yet made this decision to make Jesus Lord so right now if you want to repeat after me whoever these people might be just say after me, Father God, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you that he went to the cross, that he died for me and took away the sin of the world and he paid the price for my sin too. And Father God, I thank you that you rose Jesus from the dead, that he is living and he is alive and I welcome him into my heart because I want to walk with you for eternity and i want to be in that kingdom of heaven right now and i thank you father god for jesus in his precious name amen amen beautiful so prayer as simple thank you as that. and i'd like to just say hello there's been so many comments we haven't got time to read them all out but we will read them afterwards so there's been people that i haven't seen um watching before um bonnie jean thank you for joining us and and with um uh, Dana, there's been Christina watching as well. Uh, we don't know where you're all from, but if you want to make comments, Pauline's been watching now. Pauline is in Wales, so she must be up in the very early Ooh, hours of the morning. Three a.m. Yeah, so thank you. Pauline joins us regularly, actually, so we thank you very much. Just remember that you can share these videos and these Bible studies to your Facebook group, to your friends, so that the reach, because the whole purpose of this is to get the word out so that people get to hear the, the message of Jesus, the good news of Jesus. And uh, so the more you can share these, the more that word is getting out around the world. And that's that's what we want. Amen. Could you close this by mm. studying the prayer? Father God, we thank you for this precious time um, sharing between each other and with the, the people in that third dimension, as we call it. We thank you, Father God, that your word is going out. We thank you that it's falling in the hearts of people who have good soil and that we are learning and growing in you. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. We close this Bible study and we bless you all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And we'll see you guys this time next week. Goodbye, Kathleen. I know you've got to go and preach. We'll see everybody this Thank time you. next week. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. And stay with us, ministers, on the screen. I'll just uh, stop the live screen now. But before I do, 
Yeehaw! What a great Bible study. <laughs> oh, wow. We, we See you all Bible. next week. <laughs> we know Bonnie Jean. Sorry, Rick? We know Bonnie Jean. Oh, you know Billie Jean. Oh, lovely. Oh, wow. I, I haven't seen her on before. So We're still live. Oh, <laughs> uh, hi, Billie Jean. Uh, hi, Jill, Billie Jean. <laughs> oh, I thought you said Bonnie Jean. Oh, it is oh, Bonnie Jean. Bonnie it Jean. Is, it is Bonnie Jean. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll stop the live stream now. As you can see, we're excited. I hope you guys out there in the third dimension are just as excited. We'll see you all next week. We've got lots Bye. of love hearts from you all. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, I love those Bye. love hearts. Okay. Bye.